amazing wisdom. We don't even have words in the English language, Lord, to express just how amazingly wonderful you are. Your word says that you think of us more than the grains of sand on the earth, Lord, but our thoughts towards you all the time should be that as well. You are worthy, Lord. We sang it today. You are worthy of it all. So we come today, Lord, and we thank you that there is an opportunity to give into your kingdom that will not be shaken, that will never end, that rules and reigns over all. And we are blessed by your grace to be pulled out of darkness and to be placed into the kingdom of your dear son. So we love you and we praise you and we give you all the honor in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you, ushers. While we were receiving our offering, I just want to say um, how happy I am today that uh, we have a very special guest with us, Miss Connie Bennett. And uh, most of you know Connie and Bill Bennett. They are very special friends of our church. And uh, Pastor Bill, Dr. Bill, is a apostolic leader in the body of Christ, and they planted churches in South Africa, and uh, that's where Bill is right now. Connie's here helping her daughter for an un upcoming marriage soon, and uh, her daughter's getting married. And so we uh, we had a, just a, an amazing weekend with our women as Connie on Friday night and Saturday just poured out to our women and so grateful for her. And it, what, it was just a, an amazing weekend, and... Uh, Whenever we could grab Connie or Bill, either of them, uh, we actually love Connie much more than Bill, but uh, we, try, we try to get them in here. But I'm going to ask Christy to come up here. Where's Christy at? Oh, there you are. Okay, I thought you were over there. And uh, she's just going to take, Christy was, was here this weekend, just take a few moments and just kind of share uh, uh, what you felt like the Lord did in your heart, okay? So keep it short. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I'm not reading off. She gave us all this. I was just reading papers and work that we did. So we, we were busy and um, had lots of thinking going on. And um, and I just, because Friday night was about value, values, and one statement that was really important to me was that your values need to match your behavior. <coughs> and what you're living in your lifestyle will create anxiety if you don't. And... Um, so I just, I mean, I, <coughs> when I was on the way here, I was just thinking, I just don't know if I really feel like I need to be here. You know, just things are, I just have all these questions going on in my heart with God. I really don't feel like connecting at the moment. So just, I just want to encourage you, no matter how long you've walked with the Lord, just, um, that's what got verified this weekend, that we just have to keep being honest with ourselves and with God and um, with each other. And so <coughs> we don't stop. Um connecting and and then that that's what I heard on the way here after I said that I just heard the word masks and I started praying that and thinking it was people around me but then I then on the way when I got here I remembered the name was unmasked I was like I guess you're talking to me so um you know so <laughs> and that and that's um definitely the case I just and the Lord sent Nicole, we were ministering to each other at different times, and she was, and Nicole just came over. She could tell that night. I was just, I said, 
she said, are you okay? I said, no, I'm just really not. I don't know what it is. Nothing's familiar to me right now. Everything's just so, I give a picture of everything being up in the air and tossed. And um, I just have all these unanswered things. I just said, it's just letting go of the control and um, and just being okay with that. So, And then that's what came out Saturday was just that honesty of just, um, and that we did this big thing on spiritual and emotional maturity. And um, actually, I found I was doing okay in that because I was being so open and honest and not holding it in and not um, keeping the masks on. So that's what we have to keep doing no matter how long we've walked and what we're going through. So I just want to encourage you that I got a lot of, of freedom. And we, we just, she had spoke a lot, but then had us speaking to each other and breaking up and um there was a just a lot of great things but it was um it was intense and good (laughs) i tell you connie bennett is she's such a wonderful friend of mine she is she has spoken so many amazing things into my life and she uh She's just a gift to the church. She's a gift to the world. And we're, I'm just so grateful that God saw it in his heart to bring her into Richmond, to bring her into my life, into Doug's life, and uh, into your lives. Uh, I know that she has been pouring out so much over this weekend. Uh, but she, the thing about Connie is she pours out and then God fills her so up and then she pours out and fills her so up there's never a time when I know that she feels like there's times when she's empty but she's just so full of the love of the Lord and so full of of his heart for the people that she ministers to so I just want Connie to come up and just share what's on her heart Thanks, thanks. (laughs) Um, I'm short, so I stand right here, and you can see me better. (laughs) This this pulpit is made for a tall person, (laughs) and if you're short, you like this. Uh, Thank you so much. Um, I want to just honor this body because I've seen your growth. A lot of times we try and measure growth quantitatively in numbers. And it's very difficult to measure a qualitative growth where God's doing the inward work and God's doing a spiritual work. And I just got to tell you, the freedom, the joy, the um, level of faith and hope, the atmosphere of heaven that you guys, uh, what I want to say is you're creating it as a culture with the Holy Spirit, has just grown in leaps and bounds. And... When I was here at uh, that Be Mosaic event, I was just blown away at the change and the maturity in the church, you know. Um, I kind of had the theme for the women's conference. We were in Ephesians, and we would just go in and out of themes in that book, which is so rich. And I don't have time to go into a lot of that, but all I can say is you're growing in maturity in Christ, and you're growing to be robust in love, like you know, I could bring a word of love, but I just feel like I enter into a place that drips with love. And so that's just beautiful to be a part of. So thank you. And just thank you for having me. And 
Not many churches welcome women into the pulpit. <laughs> Some pastors get very nervous. <laughs> so, thanks. Uh, I have a really simple message today, and it's on perseverance. And I really want to take you, in a way, through a journey. And, and this is so simple, most of you all know it. So for some, it's going to be highlighting some things. For others, I'm going to help, help you have a little bit of breakthrough. And for others, I can, I'm going to connect you into places of breakthrough. So I have a PowerPoint just to help us go through it. Um, if you wanted to still distill my message down into one line, you'd go away with this. Keep on pressing into what God is doing in and through you. Like, that's just it. Like, we just never quit with God. And um, the enemy's goal is to make you quit and to make you fall short. But, but God's goal is to keep you going, to keep you moving with him. So you get to know me. Every time I minister, you get to know me a little further. And I like people to participate in the message. So I'm not like, it's not an entertainment time. <laughs> so we might stop and you might have to do something in the middle of the message. So I'm just warning you. Okay, good. So um, you can go to the first slide. You know, in the Word of God, um, there's a lot of metaphors that are used to tell us who we are. I think the Holy Spirit liked metaphors because it gives us, it gives us pictures. And so, you know, in Ephesians, we're the temple of God, we're the dwelling place of God, we're the household of God, we're the body of God, we're the bride. So we have all these metaphors. And then Paul loved this metaphor about running races. I just have to say, Paul must have liked the races because he uses that example for us in Scripture. And I'm going to touch on these metaphors a bit, but again, my message is about perseverance, okay? <laughs> and also in this, like I said, you're going to be interactive, but it's because you're going to be praying for one another. I just feel like over and over, Scripture reminded us how important it is to join hands and to touch to look each other in the eye and pray for one another, to join our faith with the Holy Spirit, with the work of the Holy Spirit. There's some kind of power. And, you know, because we can't see it, we tend to diminish it. If you, like anything you see in the natural and you, you work it and then you see results, it's easy for you because it reinforces it. But prayer is kind of mystical. Like, we can't see our words going up as incense to God. We can't sh see what they're doing in the spiritual realms. We can't see what they look like and feel like in heaven. And we can't sometimes see heaven's responses. We have to wait till it naturally manifests in this realm. And because of that, we, we don't have the sense of reinforcement. So it's a by-faith thing. You know, prayer is a by-faith thing. And I really want to encourage you to pray together a lot more and to pray for one another a lot more. So perseverance is steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving your success. Okay? It's staying power. It just says just don't quit. Okay? The Bible speaks of, you can do that first slide. The second one, sorry. Okay, the next one, sorry. Okay, so really the Bible gives us three basics in perseverance, and you can see them there, prayer, trials, and difficulty, and persecution. Next slide. 
you know, just look at them. But okay, we're we're supposed to be praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for the saints. <laughs> how many of you need someone praying with you and for you? Like, how many know that you make it because other people are standing with you? How many think you can make it alone? I want you to turn to someone next to you and say, I need you. And I need you praying for me. <laughs> You know, a lot of us, we're, we're, we're believing for something to happen. You're waiting for a prayer to be answered. You're waiting for some kind of breakthrough. You're pressing through. And for this church, I really feel like you're, you're, you keep coming into more breakthrough. You keep hitting milestones of goals that you have set. And one of the things, have you ever watched them climb Everest? And, you know, when you get to that Hillary step, like, that's the most dangerous and the most challenging part for various reasons. The altitude, the narrowness, the, the place you are. Um, so, but sometimes in the spirit, it's also like that. When you're persevering, you hit a Hillary step. That's so narrow and so hard and so dangerous. And it's a lot of points where people stop right there and say, you know what, I can't go any further. Like, am I going to make it up this next hard leg? And some of you have had experiences like that. How, how many of you had experiences like that? Yeah, yeah. How many of you are having experiences like that? Like, man, this is like verge. Do I, do I keep going? Do I quit? Is this going to be too hard? Am I going to die on this? Like, is God going to come through and see me up this place of very little oxygen and the death zone? <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we get there and... And yet, if we keep going one step in front of the other, we're going to get there, right? Right. But we're not going to get there alone. So our next slide is that um, when you have life's challenges, and most of the time this is where um, perseverance hits a crux, is somewhere in these places. Somewhere in these places, you're going to be challenged to go beyond what you feel you have capacity to go or resources to go. Like, how many know? I'm, I'm keeping you involved. How many are in one of these places? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Good, good. And this is where, this is where that onslaught comes on, you know, to get hopeless. Like, to say, where are you, God? Like, this is supposed to be easier, isn't it, God? How, how many have said this is supposed to be easier? Uh, it's not supposed to be this difficult. It's not supposed to be this challenging. This is where people get depressed. This is where anxiety and fear come in. Uh huh. This is where the enemy comes in with that cloud of oppression and starts trying to weigh you down, get you down, try to shut your eyes to the goodness of God, try to close off your spirit from supernatural hope and faith. That's, that's the place of attack. How many know that place of attack? Yeah? Okay. Good, good. Um, when we study the Bible, especially in the New Testament, this is what I'm talking about, many of the letters that were written probably about 50 to 70 A.D. were in the, in the crucible of persecution. And so 
they really spoke of trials and tribulations, and trial and tribulations that we have not experienced in America. Okay? They were on a whole nother level, and yet they simplified it for us so that in any trial we could grab hold of it. The church was under severe persecution. So the book of James, Romans, Hebrews, and Peter, all those scriptures about perseverance and counting it all joy when you suffer various trials were written under death, under the threat of death, and losing family and homes and, you know, just severe trials. And we, we so think our trials are big. I'm not trying to minimalize what you go through because you still need God. But I'm trying to help you see that it's so easy to rise above when you grab hold of the right perspective. So Paul kept encouraging the church constantly, and one way he did it was with telling us to pray for one another. Yeah. And, and if, I, if you went away with something, if I left you with something today, I would want you to go away from the service grabbing hold of people to pray for you and to keep praying for you and to check on you and you saying, I'm going to enter into your life and your struggle and I'm going to walk with you in prayer. I don't know what the prayer looks like, but I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to make sure you get through this thing, this breakthrough or wherever you're going that you need to go. So you can go next slide. I'm going to jump through some of these. Um, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised. Yep, we don't understand that one. And the next one is count it all joy when you meet various trials. And the next one is Romans 5.53. And not only this, but we exalt in our tribulations. <laughs> How many of us are leaping and exalting? <laughs> Like, yay, God, I had to have a root canal. <laughs> no. Yay, God, yay, God. What, what we, because we look at the trial and we can't look beyond, okay? And that's, that's a visionary thing. But anyway, the victory in Romans uh, 5.53, if you look at it, it's not, it's not in that you overcome. To me, the victory is in this last part. It says, because the love of God has been poured out within your hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to you. There's something about when you're desperate and you're in need where your spirit can open up and drink of the love of God. And you can encounter God in a whole nother level. But because we get so caught up in looking for the answer and the solution to make us feel better, we lose track of a deeper work, which is the inner work of the Spirit and what God is trying to do in your soul. And um, so anyway, like I said in difficult times, next slide, is that we feel pressure to lose hope, give in to discouragement, get depressed or angry, play the victim or the self-pity card, and give up and quit. Like, that's the enemy's goal. Like, so when you're under trial or difficulty, that's the enemy's goal. That's what he's after in your life. Now, God is after a whole nother thing. So what you have to do is you have to say, you know, I'm not going to live right here with what the enemy wants. I'm going to shift over here, and I'm going to live in what God wants. I'm going to live in a very transcendent, transformational state. So, yeah. All right. 
So I'm going to skip this just because of time. I really have a focus. Um, well, maybe I won't. How, how many have heard of Johnny Walker Whiskey? <laughs> okay. Well, this is not about Johnny Walker Whiskey. <laughs> it's called the Johnny Walker Concept. <laughs> so it's if you are dealing with challenges that seem insurmountable in any area of your life, as hard as the road may seem, just keep walking. Sometimes putting one foot in front of the other just to keep going, not looking to see the hill ahead is the hardest thing to do. But doing so in spite of the, dis in spite of the challenges shows a maturity of character that says, I believe in the power of the next step. People with God's vision for their lives know this to be true. You are, not, you are defined not by where you stand now, but by where you are headed. David said, I look to the mountains from where my help comes. My help comes from the Lord, Psalm 121. And Wor Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Okay. If you're going through hell, keep going. Stopping and parking is about the worst thing you can do because it prolongs the fire and the suffering. <laughs> So you just have to get up every day and say, hey, God, what is it today? How, where is my victory today? So you just keep on going. So now I want to look at life as an endurance race. And again, I said um, Paul loved the metaphor of the race. So in the Bible, and I like to call the Bible our sacred writings just because I like language like that, we find that this journey is likened to a race. And I am just racing right into eternity. Like, no matter where I am in my race, I am racing into eternity. And my goal isn't prizes on this earth. My goal is this eternal reward. And really, my goal is what do I look like when I get to heaven? Like, what does my inner man look like when I get to heaven? What does my character and my soul carry when I get to heaven? That is the weighty glory that God is after. He's not after your earthly prizes and awards. He's looking at something that lasts for eternity. And, and um, yeah. So Paul liked races. We can go to our next slide. He said, um, just at the end of this, let us run with endurance and perseverance. So we're, we're to remove and cast aside anything from our lives that gets in the way. And the message says this, gets in the way, impedes, or hinders us or any sin that so easily holds us back or clings to us. Sorry, that wasn't the message. That was another version. But I like the message. It says, do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on, it means we better get on with it, strip down and start running and never quit. quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way, the cross, shame, whatever. And now there's a place in honor right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Yeah. So there's so many things about a race. You know, 1 Corinthians 9 to 24, do you not know that 
in a race, all run to compete, but only run w one runs to win. And, and like I said, Paul just said that over and over. He used it in Galatians. You're running superbly, and who cut in on you? You know, the Galatians come in, and they start taking on another doctrine and getting deceived and getting back into the law. And Paul says, who's messing up your race? You know, sometimes you have to say, who's messing up my race? What am I le letting messing up my race? You know, what have I picked up? What chains have I put on? Are, are my eyes not looking ahead? Am I trying to run, looking back? Who cut in on your race? Paul said, hold fast to the teachings that he gave that saved lives. And um, anyway, so I'm going to jump because uh, I, I want you to just get this point um, about not giving up. I want to go to the next slide. Have you ever run a race and you feel really far behind? You start out behind in the race? I'm going to let this video speak for itself. You can go ahead and hit the play on there. You can just watch this. La France est quatrième, il y a du trafic, elle a perdu un peu de temps, Florian, ça va être dur. Ça va être très dur parce que le podium est dessiné là-bas. Eh ouais, ouais c'est les trois favoris hein, devant. Ouais, ouais, et il n'y aura pas de podium pour le 4x4 français parce que là, on ne revient pas. Hein. Les Russes, l'Ukraine et la Grande-Bretagne. C'est vrai qu'il y a eu un problème dans le trafic et que Florian a perdu du temps. Et on va regarder la bagarre entre l'Ukraine et la Russie avec toujours la possibilité pour Adéoyer alors que Floria donne tout ce qu'elle a mais malheureusement ce sera ce sera pas suffisant. Ah ça revient fort, elle revient fort. Ouais, ouais, mais... La Britannique est en train de craquer. Alors peut-être La Britannique alors, est en train de craquer, pas allez, allez, allez. Ah, Je pense que ça va être juste, mais elle va tout donner quand même. La Britannique a temporisé. Elle est en train de revient, elle How many feel like you start the race behind in life? Yeah. You know, sometimes we do, and we're like, this is impossible to run. You know, what's what I've been through, what happened in my family. You know, other people get to go to college. I'm having to work my way up. Other people have a spiritual, healthy family, and I'm coming from brokenness. And we think that we're hopeless, don't we? But you know what? We're not. No matter where you pick up that baton in God, you, you can run a race and you can finish well and you can finish with the prize that God wants you to have. You are not called to quit. You're called to keep running. I mean, that, that blows me away. She was so far behind. And I said, what did that girl think? She could have said, you know what? I just got this baton too late in life. And I'm not going to have the victory and the breakthrough. I'm not going to reach my goal. I'm, it's not going to happen for me. And she could have ran a very different kind of race. But she picked up that baton and she says, you know what, no matter where I'm at, no matter where I got this baton, I'm going to run with all my heart. Like I'm going to run this race the way I was designed to run it. And I'm going to finish it and I'm going to finish it well. And I think that that's the heart that God wants us to have with the race we're running. I've got my purpose. I've got my mission. I've got my design. I've got my relationship. And I'm just going to run it the way God called me to run it. And I'm going to finish well. No matter what happens to me, 
in the middle of a race. So now I'll play the next clip. Okay, this really speaks of sometimes you're going to fall down in the race. Something's going to happen to you in life you didn't expect. Maybe you're going to make a mistake. Maybe you're going to suffer an injustice. Maybe something's going to happen in the economy around you. Maybe your children are going to do something unexpected. And man, it feels like the biggest setback. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, this girl, I just wonder how the shift, what, where she was. She didn't give the enemy an ounce of room to say, quit the race. Don't get up. L you're injured. Limp your way across. Make an excuse. Feel like a victim. This woman, this young lady got up, and she said, I'm going to run like I've never ran before. And she did not let what happened to her in the middle of that race, stop her from finishing her race and running well. And I think that that's what a per both these things to me are what perseverance are about. Is no matter where we are and what happens, we don't quit. Like we just don't quit. I can tell you story after story of people who suffered a great loss and just came back and finished well. People who faced terrible trauma with their children or a loss, and they still finished well. And, um, you know, I just want you to know that you think you might not be able to overcome certain obstacles and things that happen to you. But God is with you, and he is for you, and he is going to help you finish that race. He is going to run with you. He is going to run with you, and he's going to strengthen you to finish your race. 
it's all about surrender, and, and I think it's all about prayer as well because, you know, Phil and I, we went through a big life transition, a big change, and like, wow, can I do this again? You know, can I plant another church? Can I start all over again? Can I, uh, amidst all these obstacles that we face, can we do it? And we just said, no matter what it looks like, you know, how, to, how painful it is, we're going to keep going. We're going to put our hand on the plow that God tells us to put, and we're going to plow again. And you know what kept us going was relationships and friendships and people who believed in us and people who said, called, and I'm praying for you, and here's a prophetic word. And don't look at it what it looks like right now, but keep pressing forward. And, you know, thank you all for praying for us and, and walking with us as we started a whole new ministry and a whole new season. And for you, I want to say, you need to get the people around you who are going to pray with you for your ministries, for your visions, who are going to pray with you for your families. It, it is such an integral part of the kingdom is that connection of prayer. And again, you cannot see the power that is releasing, but it is releasing power. Uh, I wish I could, I wish God would show us how it works sometimes, you know, <laughs> like an engine, you know, <laughs> but, but he doesn't because he wants us to walk in faith and in hope and in love. So the Spirit's always working within us. Thomas Edison said this, you can do the next slide. It says, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. You can do the next slide. Perseverance is just not giving up. I have more notes, but I, I just really kind of feeling. I, I want you guys to just... Raise your hand if you're in a part of a race and you just need some prayer. You need some impartation and some strength. Okay, there's a lot of people. Just stand up. And um, and what I want us to do is um, I want us to pray in the spirit first, okay? Can, can I have the musicians up? Thanks. That really helps. Um, just Just pray in the spirit first and... And I want you to get a picture of your race, what you're contending for, the breakthrough you're tr pulling yourself through. I want you to picture that in your mind. And I just, uh, yeah, and I, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to pray for you, and I want you to ask the same thing. I want you to ask God to deposit strength within you for this race that you're, that you're in. So, Father, Daddy, you strengthen us with an inner strength, with a very supernatural strength. You, you put strength in our inner man. You put courage in our inner man. You put hope in our inner man. I just thank you for that deposit that's going deep within the spirit right now. Spirit to spirit strength. Spirit to spirit breath. The Holy Spirit's breath. The Holy Spirit's breath coming on you. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to pray in the Spirit, so um, just bear with me and stand with me as I pray.
I'm going to speak over you in the spirit, really. I feel like there is um, this guy with the glasses right here. Like there was a victory that just happened for you right there in the spirit. Like there is a victory. And I just want you to just give your hands to the Lord. Something shifted over you. And I just want you to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that victory. Thank you, Lord, for that victory. Can I just have a few people come around him and pray in the spirit? Just a few people come around him. Because there's something very supernatural happening over his life right now. And um, there's a young man. You have the plaid brownish shirt with beard. Just lift your hands to the Lord. There's a deposit from heaven falling on you right now. <laughs> Thank you. Can a few people just come around him and begin to pray? Then here it is. It's just like a flowing... It's a love. The Lord's just giving you love. He's just giving you love. Love is the key to your victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just let it drip from heaven. Keep your hands. Just, just lift your hands up because there's just a deposit from heaven coming upon you. Just a deposit. There's a shifting in the atmosphere over you right now. Some of you have been under a very, very heavy attack of lies, and the Lord is cutting that off. The Lord is cutting that attack of lies off. Some of you need to make a choice to finish your race. You kind of waver. Do I finish? Do I give up? Do I stop? And the Lord's saying, you need to make a decision to finish your race. You need to not let the enemy make you waver or become double-minded. He wants you to finish your race. He wants you to finish your race. Thank you, Lord. 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 Um, there's just a, 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 a outpouring of courage into your spirits right now. Like God's just giving you courage to keep going. Courage to make it through the next day and the next step and the next week. There's just a courage, just an impartation of the Holy Spirit on you now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's someone here and you've been telling the Lord it's all lost, it's all lost. And the Lord wants to tell you it is not all lost. 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 In fact, it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning to you. Thank you, Lord. there's this breakthrough. That is just over. That thing is just over in your life. It is over. 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 That season is over. 
And the Lord says, take a deep breath, my daughter. Take a deep breath because the new season is beginning. Just like a fresh breath, a fresh breath. When you wake up tomorrow, it's going to be different. When you wake up tomorrow, it's going to be different. There's going to be a new breath of life from heaven upon you, and there's new angelic support coming around you. And the Lord says, just lean into him. Just lean into him. that you have carried. Thank you for your blood that was shed. You took the weight of sin upon your shoulder. You sacrificed your life so I could live. Now nothing. Is holding me back from you, Redeemer of my soul. Now nothing can hold me back from you. Your love will never let me go. Thank you for your death. Hey, there's just a such a ministry of the Holy Spirit that's going on in this place this morning. You know, let's just take a moment. You know, the food will be there at the restaurant, so whatever. Let's just take a moment. God, we thank you, Father. God, I, I thank you that you're, you are doing something really amazing 
working in some people's lives this morning. They so needed to hear this word today, God. So needed. I just feel like some of you, you were just kind of, you just felt like that you were on fumes, you know, just barely making it. And there is a fresh impartation of the Lord. And I felt like the Lord was saying, you, you really are at the doorstep of your breakthrough. You really are at the doorstep of your breakthrough. It seems like that when we come into that moment, the enemy, he just increases his assault of trying to get you to quit, to stop, to give up, just to throw in, just say maybe it was never meant to be or whatever it is. But I just really feel like there's a fresh wind of God's grace that is coming behind you to lift you up and to put you forth. And there is a breakthrough coming in so many of your lives. And right now, there, right now is the moment to just open the sails of your life. Just open up the sails of your life and say, Father, I am going to catch the wind of your grace. God, I'm not going to let it go by me. I am going to catch every bit of the wind the wind of your grace right now. And God, I receive it, Father, that, Father, that it would fill the sails of my life and that wind would just carry me forth, Father, beyond that which I never thought I could get beyond. The, I just feel like a, a couple of people, the, 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 uns, the, uh, the assault of the lives of the enemy has increased over the last couple of weeks in an amazing manner. The lies of the enemy to get you to believe that lie, to get you to believe that whatever direction that you're going in, that you made a wrong step, you made a wrong choice, and it's not happening. And God is just wanting you to know, listen, you know, I am with you. I'm going before you. I'm the light into your path. I'm your rear guard. I am right there with you, and I'm stepping every step with you. And I, I just really feel like that, <laughs> that, that just, just put your hand upon your, 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 your head or your forehead or whatever, and just like God said, you're saying, Father, just empty every lie of the enemy into my hand right now. And, Father, just by an act of a prophetic act, Father, I just remove it from my mind right now. I renew my mind in the, in the name of Christ. And I declare I have the mind of the Lord. I declare, Father, that I am moving ahead in your grace and in your power, Father. And I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to miss it. Some of you need to declare that over your life right now. I'm not going to miss it. I will not miss it. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. just want to take a moment for us to just be prompted by the Lord, the love of the Lord, just to receive an offering for Connie this morning. If you um, are able to give, that's wonderful. If you're not able to give this morning, you can always go on our website www.harvestrenewal.org and go to our giving page 
and just when you go on on the other, there's a couple things you can select, but you can select other and just put Connie Bennett in it, and you know that offering's going to go toward her, or you can give today. It'll be wonderful, but we're going to ask our, our ushers to come up forth here. We're going to continue to just be here this morning for the opportunity for prayer, and uh, so um, I'd like to invite those that are part of our prayer ministry team this morning.